For your Saturday morning, we've got you covered with all things sport with a side of carry-on. Calling on my friends for the weekend. This is what we're going to do. Triple M's Weekend Huddle. Nestle in. In a semi-disorderly manner. Ryan Daniels, Danny Shuey and Tom Atkinson. Take it away. Uh, what a better way to start your Saturday morning than with Triple M and the Weekend Huddle. Good morning, Ryan Daniels. How are you going? Oh, I'm very good, Tommy. I'm up and about. Gather round. We're not there, yes. but it feels like we are. Almost. We're sort of there. One day Triple M will fly us over to join the big junket that yeah. em- Embers <laughs> and the team are on. Now, Danny Shuey, we're not sure where she is. She was last seen on a boat fishing, I think, during the yeah, week. Yeah, hopefully she's not up in the old cyclone, is it? Mm. She's running around in a four-wheel drive. Yeah, or with Lecco, who's on Dirk Hartog Island, I saw. Yeah, geez, they're living their best life. Everybody else is, Tommy. I know, and we're stuck here in the studio. But filling in. Now, look, we rang a lot of people to fill in today. Yeah. And unfortunately, they all said no. So we ended up with, <laughs> with 2006 Premiership star Sam Butler. Morning, Sam. The unfortunate thing about that is it's probably true. And <laughs> oh, no, you up were and first. about for Gather Round, Ryan. I thought yeah. he was going to say up and about for our new guest oh, host. Yeah. So yeah. two hits already. It's only been freaking two minutes into, <laughs> oh, the, into the... There should be more coming on. Hey, uh, coming up today. So the Dockers were fantastic last night. Were they? Yeah, they've got a win. They right? were fantastic in the second half. Yeah. No, were... Don't be a Debbie Downer. No, Rhino. I'm just saying, let's pump the brakes. I've been Captain Kool-Aid, you know that. Dave's been pumping, <laughs> calling me Captain Kool-Aid for months. I'm big on the Dockers, but that was just what second they needed to do. Yeah, right? correct. Get back on track. Well, should we talk about them We'll more do that and... in a second. Yeah. So Ryan will break that down, find out what's happening over there in Adelaide. Then after 9 o'clock, Caleb Sarong. So the superstar Great. himself, uh, best on ground. We might try and track down Embers as well. I think he's running around Adelaide. Bumped into Buddy in Sydney, I think, oh. in a sauna. How many? Did he? Mm. Oh, one of those exclusive how many, ones. How mm. many lunches has Embers been to this week? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> He's making it rain now, mate, Embers. So Caleb's wrong, Embers to come. Next up, though, all the fallout from last night. 92.9 Triple M's Weekend Huddle. Good morning. The Dockers were superb in the second half. Let's have a listen to how it played out. Drives a long oh. ball. Great goal, that one. Oh, no, Schultz is running to Tries to ragdoll him. Oh. They've worked it out somehow and Sonny's got four. Here he is, the blowwave Johnson from 45. I tell you what, he can kick it. Oh, wow. That's a big kick and the Dockers are in front. Look at him. Frederick on the end of it. Frederick gave it up. Banfield for the winner. Frio with seven of the last nine. Take a ten-point win over the Suns. Yeah, great second half from the Fremantle Dockers. They have not had a great start to the season. That is hopefully the turning point for them where they wake up and go, oh, yeah, that's right. When we put our foot to the ground, we are actually a very good football side. Uh, Sonny Walters was unbelievable. Uh, when they were not great in that first half, he was the only one really keeping them in that game. Mm. Um, he was fantastic, I thought. Sammy. And just now. Yeah. doing veteran moves. That clever yeah. little on the boundary, little tap to himself. I which, loved it. You know, whether you yeah. think it was legal or not, I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> Definitely Some, inbounds. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you just got to try that stuff and see Goal if it off comes the rock off. tap in the forward pocket. Yes. Just, just smart. Smart play. Uh, and created goals out of nothing for, yep. for free on kept a minute. Yep. What yep. I meant when I said they weren't fantastic was they weren't for a half. It was very much the same as we've seen for the opening month. It was yep. like, oh, boy. Here we go again. A lot of disconnect with the forwards, getting beaten in the contest. There were multiple times where Gold Coast seemingly just would walk it out of the middle, even though they lost the ruck. Mm-hmm. Had a young guy, Ned Moyle, rucking. Um, Sean Darcy and Luke Jackson were fantastic, as they should have been against a young ruckman in Ned Moyle. But you can only beat what's in front of you, and they monstered that kid. Jackson, in particular, I thought really showed signs of a bit of a breakout. And Justin Longmuir agrees. We're going to have ups and downs with Luke. Like he's a, he's a young player finding his way. Created a lot of opportunities for himself. 
So yeah, he's he's going to continue to build and continue to evolve his his role. Yeah, him and him and uh, Sean were. Outstanding. Sam, what are your thoughts on the, the unicorn himself, Lukey Jack? <laughs> well, I think Longy summed it up well. We can't expect him to come in. Uh, he's a developing player, right? He's yeah. a developing player at Melbourne. And then because of the big contract, we all expect him to come in and start dominating from round one. So He's 21. He's, he's 21. Yeah. He's going to grow into it. Uh, he's a phenomenal athlete. I think, I think we all see the ceiling is very, very high. Let's give him a bit of slack. And hopefully by the second half of this year, he's really firing. You would have been there when Nick came through. What's the comparison? Because he took... Took a few years too, and got all that pressure being heaped on him as well. Yeah, look, um, Nick was as raw as they got when they first come in, right? He uh, he was new to footy. He didn't know where he was running around. I still remember um, him having headphones in in training and coaches <laughs> coaches standing in the third tier telling him to run left, oh, run really? right. I thought you meant was, listening yeah, to music. No, literally like uh, getting feedback on where to run on the field wow. to try and learn actually rut craft and where to move around the ground. So Luke's well ahead of that, right? That's amazing. But Nick's. Uh, raw physical abilities stood yeah. out. And once he got it, he's a smart kid. He was the best ruckman in the competition. So uh, there's similarities. Uh, obviously, one's got a bit better athleticism than the other, but uh, I think Luke can be just as impactful on the ground. Now, Caleb Strong's coming up just after mm. 9 o'clock. Uh, I was having a debate yesterday with a friend in our WhatsApp group, who's better, Caleb Strong or Andy Brayshaw? Because mm. he was fantastic yesterday. And yeah. He'd be leading the dog medal easy. Oh, 100%. Oh, look, I think Caleb Sarong's a fantastic – they're both fantastic players. Both I mean, Andy, superb mm. players. Andy Brayshaw was, what, second, third, fourth in, in the, the Brownlow Brown last yeah. year, and he could have easily won it. Like, you know, when you're that high up, anything can go your way. Um, I think they're, they're very different. Brayshaw's, you're like, he'll run all game, he'll accumulate, he gets great space, um, and, and he's class. Sarong is tough. Like, mm. I prefer Sarong just because of that. Like, he's got this real insight. Really? Yeah, I think he, if you need something done, he's going to go in and he's going to extract it. He's going to get it out of right. there. That goal, though, from Andy when they needed it was a right. real kind of future captain's goal. Yeah. yeah. Took it, tucked it under the arm, bombed it from 50. Very Sam Butler. I mean, so where, yeah. where, where were you on it in your WhatsApp group? If you're starting yeah. a team, which one are you taking first? Uh, I reckon it swung to Caleb. Which oh, is recency bias. I know. Sounds like you're an you an one game and you changed bias. all your mind. Sounds like you're an Andy man. I would definitely. I'm yeah. gonna tell Caleb. I think if Caleb's it. coming on later, we're gonna let him know about that. Is he? Is he definitely why do you Caleb, hate Caleb then? Hundred percent. Why do you hate <laughs> Caleb Sarong? <laughs> Headline tomorrow, back page of the Sunday Times. Yeah. Premiership player hates Caleb <laughs> Sarong. But uh, just great for the Dockers and great for WA Footy to have yeah, a team correct. back competing for finals because if they were one and four. It was going to be a pretty sad, yeah. sad end for the season. Talk about momentum, and hopefully they start getting some after that second half. But next week, Bulldogs. Massive. Week after that, Brisbane away. Mm. Rory, Rough. Rory Lobb here next Friday night. Optus Stadium. Brian will be there with the camera. The sizzle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming up next, we'll find out what's been happening in uh, Sam Butler's life. 92.9 Triple M. Triple M's weekend huddle with Ryan Daniels, Danny Shuey and Tom Atkinson. Danny's not here. Sam Butler's filling in. Uh, Caleb Sarong, just after nine o'clock. They've touched back down in Perth last night and they're celebrating their win yesterday. Now, we're going to get on to Sam Butler shortly, but Rhino's over there just trying to order Maccas for breakfast. And for someone <laughs> who claims his body is a temple, uh, I've yeah. never seen an order so big, Sam. Uh, it is he's like desecrating the, the temple. The whole <laughs> yeah. ba- page of his phone. Sometimes you've got to prep. So the the wife and kids are going away for a few days. Are going to Augusta for How a little getaway. 
And you're not going? I no, thought you're a family man. I've got to work, mate. I've got to work in here this morning. Yeah. I'm at seven tomorrow. And what is McDonald's prepping you for? Well, the, the sadness that you'll feel yeah. not having your family around. I'm is that feel it? A hole of emptiness. <laughs> no. Look, as any as any dad would do when you've got that opportunity, you take it. So I'm meeting a mate out on the on the. Uh, you to Ascot at, at to, an establishment, and then to Ascot to watch the quokka. Of course, today. I won't oh. miss the quokka. I'll be watching that, and uh, just a couple of beers. So you would call this prep. Lining the stomach. Lining the say. stomach. Yeah. I, I just said to you, I can't go out on an empty stomach or my day's going to finish at 2 o'clock. Yeah. So I've got to be uh, pretty, When you're my age, you have to think this stuff through. You know who I saw having beers the other day? Okay. I was walking after the uh, uh, pre-game, the game of Optus, and mm-hmm. Sam was there because the, uh, they called the Owls, older, yes, wiser, larger, right. slower or something. Correct. Yep. They played their pre-game and Sam was there with the, with the kids just potting around. How'd you go? Uh, I went horribly. Yeah. Well, actually, let's let's be honest. I actually thought I did pretty good. Okay. Haven't so, haven't been involved in football for, for as you guys nicely uh, reminded me before for quite for quite a while. Uh, so pulled the boots back on. Had a had a run around, thinking I was probably one of the fitter guys there. I was put myself yeah. in the midfield as you do. Yeah, we get my hands on crew it. There, so yeah. you can't be one of the younger guys. Older crew. Cuz was there. Yeah. Cuz he was there. Beautiful. He's he's older, Fit. but he's still the fittest guy going around. <laughs> uh, so he racked up about 128 possessions. Uh, but I got my hands on a little bit. Um, and well, the best part of it was uh, everyone's kids came down. So my right. little fella, little three-year-old, he was down the ground. Got he, he was watching. Two, right? Got two, three-year-old and, and a little girl. She didn't make it onto the ground. Uh, so he had a bit of run around as well. And as I said, felt pretty good about myself. Yeah. Kicked a goal on the left. Brilliant. Yep. Uh, still got it. You've still got it. So I come off uh, and I go, hey, mate, did you see my goal? He said, yeah. That's how I go. He goes, you weren't very good, Dad. Oh. <laughs> Wow! I was like, John Worsfold's back. John Worsfold's back in my life. We can give me feedback after the game, is he? Good, clear feedback is what you need sometimes. Jeez, that's tough. So I left. I went in the mirror, took a long look at myself, and realised, you know what? Don't get ahead of yourself here. Back on the training pitch, mate, it was flattening. I thought I need kids when I was playing. What's his son's name? Edison. We're going to call him Wush. Oh, Wush is the new Wush. (laughs) Direct feedback. I uh, like that from young Wooshaw Edison. Uh, still to come, we're going to try and track down Embers. He is doing the rounds at, at Gather Round. We'll find out what's happening over there in Adelaide. And Caleb Sarong, just after 9 o'clock, the Dockers champ after yesterday's win. 92.9 Triple M's weekend huddle. Good morning. Triple M's weekend huddle The Cranberries Bit of that throat singing Love the Cranberries Uh, Coming up shortly We'll chat to Embers Then Caleb's Wrongs Coming up uh, after 9 o'clock If you're outside Keep your lights on Still pretty gloomy out on the roads Uh, No rain though Looking around outside It's literally raining right now Tommy Is it? Right now Spring drizzle Yeah Snoop Dogg's favourite weather Wide open (laughs) (laughs) Front page of the paper today Mm. Now, the government wants to bring this band to Perth. Sorry, I had to put you all to sleep. Uh, oh, <laughs> we can get a, a bit more up-tempo. You're not a Coldplay fan, Tommy? No. Uh, oh, here we go. No, I'm not a Coldplay fan. Aren't you? No. Who isn't a Coldplay fan? It's anyway. Fix You? It's a good song. Who do you like? No, let's not get into that. That could take forever. I'll give you the big tip. So the government apparently is trying to track down a band from uh, the Asian Pacific region who aren't coming to Australia and then pay them an exorbitant amount of money 
to come and play a one-off show in Perth, yeah. similar to what they did with Billy Joel over East. Mm. Right. So it got me thinking, what would you bring to Perth? And then I saw the paper today as well, and Rhino mm. has gone front foot, yeah. full on the offensive, and yeah. bagged out the government for well, not getting gather-rounds. Oh, I think we were lazy. Oh. I think we, we had a chance. So th- how it played out is, there, yeah. was a, there was brief conversations last year about gather-round. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, gather around. We're going to have this event. It's going to be fantastic. And a few of the state governments went, oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, maybe. We'll have a think about it. And then South Australia just went in with a gigantic pile of money and said, no, nah, we'll take it. And the AFL said, okay, great. So here's $14 million was the rumoured number. Now, that sounds like a lot of money, right? And I get it. People, yep. There's a lot of money we should spend things on. But in this case, this sort of thing can generate money. So. Mm-hmm. To put it in perspective, the grand final which we had here, which remember, no tourists could come in for. <laughs> yeah. We there was fifty million injected into the economy. Fifty yeah, million. Right. Yeah. So you can't tell me that gather round, which for in Adelaide, which no offense, Sammy. Uh, not, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Be careful what you're gonna say next. Yeah. <laughs> not, Sam, you know, Sam is from Adelaide, in case not you're wondering. Number one on the priority list of visiting places. I mean, if you love a pie floater, sure. Yeah. But WA, we've got well, so much to offer. Churches. You wouldn't get 100,000 yep. tickets being purchased for games. 80,000 tickets have been purchased in Adelaide this weekend by visitors. Every single game sold out. And yep. so in the paper today, it said the gather around, I think, 50 million already for hotel spending. There you go. It's well, bought go. to the economy. It's a well, no-brainer. Yeah. Immediate well, return on investment. And Gil came out on radio yesterday and said... We wanted to move it around, but now it looks like yeah. we'll bring it back to Adelaide, which is his way of saying, hey, time to cash up. Yeah. Time to get your wallets out. So I got us thinking, one, triple three, five, three, what event, sport, music, would you get the wallet out and pay for to bring to Perth, Sam? Anything. Anything. Like. You can bring whatever, Unlimited money. Unlimited money. Blank check. Blank check. That iron ore money is just sitting there waiting to be spent. Oh, sport. I'm Gina Reinhardt. Music. <laughs> Yeah. Entertainment, <laughs> lifestyle, gardening festival, whatever you want, Sam. Gardening to bring festival. To Perth. Garden wow, festival, yeah. that's soft pass. Uh, <laughs> what would you be bringing? Oh, over? Look, I'm gonna. I'll probably say something that's not going to be uh, uh, universally liked. But I'm a I'm a soccer fanatic, and uh, my team, the Arsenal Gunners, oh. uh, top of the league this year. Uh, and I'm seriously considering flying over to try and watch one of their last games, seeing watch watch them win the title. So I, if I could fly them to me, oh, I'd do that. Bring them here. As a second, as a second thing, the World Cup, soccer World Cup, everything played in Perth. Oh, the whole World Cup. The whole World Cup. Now there, now you're yeah. talking. Oh, yeah, so I love not, that. So we're not even travelling around group, this, the group country. Group D's in my backyard. <laughs> you know, Group D's out in freaking. Who cares? It's all here. Dorian Guns is hosting yeah. France oh. versus Germany. And... Imagine Joondalup if uh, England got a game up there. Oh. Just shut the whole city down. Just, we'd have to secede. Joondalup would have to just be separate from the rest of us <laughs> at that point. One triple three five three. What music, sporting Anything. event would you be bringing to Perth if you had the budget, Rhino? Well, gather round. That's it. Let's go get it. Well, let's yeah. just start small. That's it. Out of anything. But we dropped the ball. That's what you're well, We that's dropped what you're saying. the ball, mate. We got the mark. Why do we not have this event but here? You it's said ridiculous. it, mate. It's Adelaide, people don't want to go there, so that's why I have to pay people. <laughs> have to pay people to get them to come there. Nah, look, I, I guess if you were pushing me, it cannot, it, there's no barriers to this. Whatever you like. All right. I want to bring the 1996 Chicago Bulls out of retirement to play one game. I want Jordan, Pippen, <laughs> I want crazy Dennis Rodman out of wherever he is, North Korea or wherever wow, he's hanging yeah. out these days. Get Luke Longley's knees strapped up. I want them all out there. Yeah. 
For me, it has to be something that has some significance. Okay. So I like the World He's Cup. He's saying that's un- insignificant, yeah, by He's the way. No, I don't <laughs> want a <laughs> demonstration. Right. I don't want it's the Major League Baseball preseason, yeah. like mm-hmm. who no one's trying. You want real deal. I don't want yeah. the NBA preseason. Yeah. I don't want something, the NFL Something's like, on kind the line. of game. You don't want yeah. 60-year-old Jordan putting up jump shots. You know what the best sport that I've been to in the last five years, besides the grand final? Mm. The UFC, when it was in Perth, was oh. that good. Well, we've already a, had it. For a non-UFC fan, I want Conor McGregor oh. Oh. to come and to take on any of the Aussies Okay, uh, at Optus, 60,000 people. Oof. That's where we're going. Yeah, okay. Conor, oh. belt on the line. Yeah. I think your guys' uh, options are way better I, than mine. I, I don't mind yours. You're like I don't mine? Mind, but you, are you paying for the stem cell research to try yeah. and get them back to, <laughs> oh, back yeah, yeah, to yeah, their best so well, they're all... There's, like, no, there's no endless There's yeah, endless money. unlimited yeah. money. Let's do it. Yeah, cryo, cryo chambers, everything. Correct. One, triple, three, five, three. Up for grabs. Oh, look at this. A hundred bucks to spend at Market City Meat, Sam. Ooh. So you can get yourself a brisket, some oh, beautiful lamb chops down there, some sausages. Uh, Market City Meats, the heart of the Canning Vale Markets and the largest retail butcher shop in WA, supplying families. Families, fresh meat over 35 years. One, triple three, five, three. What sport, music group, Billy Joel, John Farnham, the NBA, do you want to bring to Perth? 2006 Premiership star, let's call him. Uh, Sam Butler is in. Don't lie to the people. And uh, Ryan is here stuffing his face full of McDonald's. Tell you what, these hash browns, they may have gone up in price, but they're still good. (laughs) Uh, We love Maccas. They're still good. We love Maccas. We do. We love uh, Maccas. Two hash browns for three bucks at the moment. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, I got a bargain. I didn't even know. We're asking one, triple three, five, three, what event will you bring to Perth? We saw on the paper today Mm. that old uh, Coldplay, they might be... uh, Heading our way, going to spend about ten to twelve million to get Ooh. them to Perth for a one-off concert, and Ryan has just absolutely smashed Mark McGowan, yeah. saying, "Why haven't you spent money bringing right gatherings well, to yep. Perth?" I mean, it's a no-brainer. You're spending fourteen million. What did you say on Coldplay? You yep. get the whole AFL here for a weekend and make money out of it. Yeah, no-brainer. I'd rather Coldplay. Would you rather see Buddy or? Wow. What about the little uh, El Del Paso girl? Why not both? <laughs> you don't even like Coldplay and you're trying to... I'm just trying to bait him a little bit. <laughs> hey, uh, so Mark's written on, in on Instagram at Triple M Perth. Hey, guys, I'm a massive fan of motorsport. And with the F1 Ooh, being yeah. in Melbourne recently, why don't we try and get the F1 to Perth? I love that. Well, but here's at, the wrinkle. Yeah. Could we possibly uh, hold it at Rotnest? The F1 at Rotto. Oh, oh. F1 at Rotto. Sitting at, sitting oh. at the basin. You got your feet in the water. Uh, I'm not sure how it works, but I kind of like it. Yeah, flat, I don't feel qu- like it's possible. everywhere. <laughs> wow, yeah. that would be an international we incident. Allow, we don't allow cars on road <laughs> apart yeah. from the F1. Really fast ones. Yeah, yeah. I think if bring anything to Perth, we'll be happy. As a South Australian, I would very much like that because we're still uh, angry that Melbourne stole that race from us oh, about 25 yeah, years ago. Yeah, of course. That's right. I forget yeah. about that. So for Perth, for Mark to steal it back, oh, that'd be a sweet, sweet time. Yeah. All right, Mark, if you're listening, before Ryan whacks you in the paper again, get the uh, we'll gather, lift, mate. Get the gather around <laughs> here for next year. Hey, just after 9 o'clock, the star of uh, yesterday's Dockers win, Caleb Sarong. Jeez, he was good. He's back in Perth. We'll uh, catch up and find out how he's recovered, what's happening this week, and uh, everything that went down in Adelaide. They're there for a week, Sam. So mm. hopefully they uh, get themselves best week of their life. What happens in Adelaide safe. stays in Adelaide. <laughs> Correct. But right now, one of Triple M's own, who is on his way to Adelaide, he's been in Sydney for a week. Ooh. He's now ditched the family. And taking a flight to Adelaide to call the game tomorrow. West Coast taking on Geelong. It's our man Emma's morning, Andrew. 
Yes, good morning, team. How are we all? Oh, good. good morning, Andrew. Swift move by Mate, I need some advice, Embers. Uh, it's yeah, Rhino here. Right. So, clearly, you've, you've managed to sidestep the family for a weekend. I'm sure you're working very, very hard, as am I right now. But I've also got somewhat of a free pass today. Family's going away for a few days. I've got the afternoon. I'm prepping now with some Maccas. Any advice for for someone who's fairly new to this prospect of having this much time off to myself? You've come to the right place. I was about to say yeah, that. You've come to the I right place. Rhino, my advice to you, OBH Hotel, back bar. Okay. Right, you've got some good races on this afternoon, a little bit of footy, a uh, couple oh, of quiet bets. Drink responsibly and say to the family, see you Tuesday. Sounds good, mate. I, I will be there bright and bright and full of energy. Uh, I'll say, give me the Embers special. Yeah. Oh, listen, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Nice swan draft, uh, nice small one off the uh, wood is something that uh, I think you really enjoy. But, yeah, you're right, Tommy. I, uh, I've just uh, arrived at Sydney Airport at the moment, so I'm just checking in, and the phone rang, and I'm thinking, who the hell's calling me right now? <laughs> and I realised, oh, no, I've got to speak to you blokes. But uh, I said to the wife, do you reckon you can just check me in because I've got to do an interview? So she's not very happy with me right now. She's got a baby and a bit of luggage, and here I am chatting with you guys, but... Um, looking forward to heading over to Adelaide. I think it'll be a, a good weekend. Um, Freo were good last night, weren't they? In that second half, they got the job done. And West Coast, well, I think if they can be within seven or eight goals against the Cats tomorrow, it would be a good effort. Seven or eight goals. I think we'd all be happy with that, mate. Um, <laughs> How are you, Sam? Uh, I'm good, mate. How are you going? Oh, mate, I miss you. How this is this is not this is not about us. This is not about us. Pardon? I've, no, I've, got, I've got your number, mate. I just keep ignoring it. Um, so, Katie, so your missus should be angry at you, but not because of this call, because you're dropping her yeah. for the weekend. So you've already uh, dispelled that myth, and I thought that couldn't be true. The other myth that I've heard this morning is that you're going to go get your nails done and go for a spa day with Buddy Franklin. Tell me about it. His <laughs> <laughs> word travels quick. So I uh, have had a week over here in Sydney and caught up with our good mate, Dean, um, he obviously is coaching at uh, the Sydney Swans at the moment. Had dinner with uh, his wife um, and Katie the other night. And then he said, oh, mate, would you be keen to come and check out the new training facility at Sydney? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So we went and, uh, and had a look there. And, and can I just say, I mean, I thought West Coast had a really good training facility. This was just unbelievable. Really? So cruising through, having a bit of a look now. The guys were all flying out, the Sydney boys, to Adelaide on Thursday. So... Dean said, there's no one's going to be in there, which is great. So we had a big look around. And then we walked into the, uh, the spa area. And I think, oh, how cool is this? You know, big swimming pool. Oh, sauna. How cool. So I wandered into the sauna and did not expect to see anyone in there. And then this big buddy, Franklin, <laughs> with his Speedos on, just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> and Bart, how are you? So I start chatting. And then Dean come over and goes, mate, who are you talking to? And he said, oh, I said, mate, well... Poor old Bud, you know, he's trying to get a um to his recovery. And so because I'd opened the door and let all the heat out, Dean just basically threw me into the sauna, closed the door, and here I am chatting, right, with my jeans on, my jumper on, in this sauna. After about two minutes, the Bud, I said, mate, I ought to get out of here, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say you took your clothes off and had well, a na- naked chat with Buddy in the yeah, sauna. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Embers has lost uh, six kilos yeah. since yesterday. <laughs> Mate, if Dean and Embers yeah, took their shirt no. off next to Buddy Franklin, that would be a horrible, horrible thing. Oh, I'll tell you what, Bud, um, Bud looking very good. Hey, he had these little budgie smugglers on oh. and uh, <laughs> the 45 years of age. Jeez, he's ripped. All right, before we let you go, Embers, uh, you're heading to Adelaide. What's 
the feel about gather round and how many cashies do you have lined up today? Uh, no, no, no cashies. Just uh, looking to forward to getting over there and having a good night's sleep. Uh, little Frankie's been fantastic, but gee, she wakes up a lot during the night. And, uh, and it's uh, I'm just looking forward to get a good night's sleep tonight. Go and call the footy tomorrow and... And hopefully it's a good weekend. But I have been watching every game over there and spoken to uh, a few mates that live in Adelaide. And they are saying the place is actually really good at the moment. So it'll be a good weekend. Hopefully the weather stays away. We're going to oh. bring it to WA, Embers. Join the campaign, mate. Oh, We're starting how now. how much money he'd be making. Oh, oh, I like it. Jeez. Oh, yes. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I like your little cartoon character picture that you put up the other day. Oh, DuckTales. Thank you, mate. <laughs> yeah, DuckTales. Yeah, quack, quack. Yeah, uh, thank you, Embers. Enjoy Adelaide. Stay safe and uh, get to bed before midnight. Uh, tomorrow, West Coast and Geelong, 11 o'clock on Triple M. You can hear Embers doing all the special comments on that game. Uh, coming up, though, straight after the 9 o'clock news, Caleb Sarong from the Fremantle Footy Club. Uh, but yesterday, though, the Dockers, they were up and about. They came storming back in the second half to get the win. To Brayshaw, who drives a long oh. ball. Great goal, that one. Oh, no, Schultz is running to McPherson. He tries to ragdoll him. Oh. They've worked it out somehow. Sonny's got ball. Here he is, the blowwave Johnson from 45. I tell you what, he can kick it. Oh, what he That's a big kick, and the Dockers are in front. Look at them. Frederick on the end of it. Frederick gave it up. Banfield for the winner. Oh. With seven of the last nine, take a ten-point win over the Suns. And this man, our man, Triple M Zone, Caleb Sarong, was best on ground. He's back in Perth. Morning, Caleb. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, Caleb, um, did they charge you extra carry-on for the three Brownlow votes you brought back with you uh, <laughs> on the flight last night? No, Ryan, no. no. <laughs> Testing for leather poisoning, though. Yeah, oh. yeah, exactly. They came back positive. Uh, Caleb, it was a brilliant fight back. I mean, I, I was sort of watching that first half thinking, geez, here we go again. More more of the same that Frio's been dishing up in that first month. But, geez, you turned it on after the half. Uh, what was said in that halftime break that really turned it around for you guys? Because clearly something flicked a switch. Yeah, we. I think... If you look at the ground dimensions, it was quite a skinny, skinny ground. And um, I think in that first half, we've spoken about not kind of altering too much how we play. We still want to um, break and create options for the ball carrier through the corridor on the open side. But we weren't really kind of doing it with much energy in the first half. And um, that led to a lot of uh, long down the line kicks and staying quite skinny and not really testing them with that ball movement. So um, we feel like whilst... The commentary has been we've been quite slow the first few weeks. We've been getting some still good looks through fast play. Um, you can't go fast every time, so I feel like we're still trying to find that balance, but we're getting some good looks. And um, I think in that second half, especially from a ball movement point of view, you, you saw probably Luke Ryan taking in set mark just in front of the dugout and turn corridor and hit Lockie Schultz in the centre circle, and mm. that probably set the tone for the whole second half. Sometimes it just takes one action or one ballsy kind of kick to really set the tone for the rest of the team. And um, that, for my, in my opinion, that was probably it. And um, we felt like all night our contest was a lot better and um, guys were cracking in really hard. And we played a tougher band of footy, which held us in good stead. Caleb, Sam Butler here. Congrats on the win and the performance, mate. I, I was actually going to mention that the ground, Norwood Oval, uh, it's unique, right? It's basically got two flat sides either side and one, one of them's used to have a wall basically still a foot there. outside. Yeah. They've moved it back a little bit and yeah, brought the boundary <laughs> in, but it's still a death threat if you go towards that wing. Um, but uh, you already mentioned that. So tell me about staying over in, in Adelaide. Uh, a, do you think it was the right choice? I know it's obviously a unique kind of situation for you guys. 
And B, how good is South Australia? <laughs> um, yeah, I do think it was the right choice, first of all. I think, yep. um, yeah, flying kind of two weekends in a row when you can probably just stay the kind of five, five days in between because we come two days before. So um, it would have only been because it was a six-day break. We would have only flown back for yeah three or four days and then gone again. So there probably wasn't much point in that. So um, from a actual logistical and performance point of view, I think it was really beneficial, um, but also from a connection and um, mm. throwing our arms around each other and um, really getting through through it together was uh, was really, really good as well. And I guess a bit of a blessing because um, we're able to really knuckle down and, and get to work and really get get around each other, I guess, and stay stay together. Um, I think you saw yesterday there was a lot of passion and a lot of energy being shown from yep. celebrations to helping guys off the ground and, and that's what we feel like we are um, but we haven't been, that hasn't been us the last few weeks so we really wanted to get back to that and play with some real energy so um, that was great and um, yeah then Adelaide it was uh, I've, I've never spent a lot a lot of time in Adelaide but over the last week um, once we got down to Glenelg get down in the water and uh, it was beautiful so got out of the city and got down to Glenelg it was awesome um, everyone had a lot of fun and yeah, plenty of nice cafes. It was good. I heard you well uh, spent a bit of time at Glenelg at the beach. You moved places halfway through across Easter. And then I'm told you had a quiz night down at one of the uh, the Pirate Life oh. breweries. So I imagine Fifey would have been happy with that. Yeah, um, just an early investor in Pirate Life. <laughs> that Fifey <laughs> made uh, out like a bandit. What team were you on, Caleb? And did you run with a cool quiz name? No, nah, we didn't have a great name. There's a, there's a few good names. Probably none that I can... The, the good ones. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we got the win. So we had uh, a few of the guys. Uh, fair to say I didn't contribute too much. Um, a few of the IT guys, Elliot Clare and um, Adam Beard, who's uh, in the admin. He's, uh, they, were, they were pretty impressive. So I let them take charge. You, you would have been... Football's a bad name, mate. Come on. <laughs> nah, <laughs> the IT guys. That was very clever. You'd have wanted to be on Bailey Banfield's team. He was on that team, right? Were you on Bailey Banfield's team and not on Sean Darcy's team? Yep, I was on Bailey Banfield. Smart. Sean Darcy. Yeah. Well played, well played. <laughs> um, I believe, too, uh, Caleb, that there's an auction item yes. up for grabs. Uh, Tommy's been bidding furiously this I morning know. trying to get your socks. So, Dockers fans, you can bid for the stealth jumper. Right. It comes with the jumper, right. the socks, and the shorts. Now, Caleb, where do you think you would be uh, as far as uh, price from the team from, uh, from yesterday and who's going for the most? Uh, I'd like to think top couple. Yeah, well, well yeah, done. Good. Well Sonny, done. Sonny's be up there. Sonny's the top, so he's eight, he? 1,800 yeah. at the moment. Woo. Okay, that's your bid, Tommy. Now, the uh, the guy whose quiz team you don't want to be on, good man, though, Sean Darcy. Oh, Big mm-hmm. Sean. He's second, 1,500. There you yeah. go. But now, man, is underpriced. 1,000 bucks. Oh, jeez. You oh, can get that get price. On, you can, oh, you can bargain. So, apparently, Sam, uh, uh, it comes with your socks and your shorts. Are they ones that you actually... Wore yesterday. Do they get washed? Uh, yeah, I, I think they'd get washed. But nah, um, yeah, you want them dirty. Yeah, you want them dirty. <laughs> you want the filthy stink of the game. You don't want to wash the essence of the game out, Tommy. <laughs> it's um, yeah. They took them off us pretty quick after the game to make sure they they had them and no one no one stole them and took them with them. But got to make a buck. Jumpers. They were, they were unreal. I think they uh, the club sold out within not long at all once they went on sale as well. So. They're pretty cool, I reckon. Uh, now, the jumpers did did look nice. Tell mm. us about some of the kids that played yesterday. I mean, uh, Corey Wagner in his first game, and, uh, well, Jai Amos just continues to impress mm. up up forward. He was outstanding. 
Yeah, Wags's story is uh, incredible. He's third club, twentieth um, game yesterday, um, first game for us. He's just he's a real journeyman and uh, it's self-proclaimed as well. Um, he's uh, he's someone that since he walked in the four walls, um, kind of late November, um, everyone's just loved the way he goes about it. He's he's a real hunger to get better and just get the most out of himself and make the most of this opportunity that he's been given. Um, and then, unfortunately, he had a broken. He broke his hand halfway through the preseason, which held him out for a bit. Um, but that didn't never dented his uh, passion or energy around the club, um, the kind of person he was. And then a couple of hammies recently. So his last few weeks back in field has been has, have been really good. And then I guess yesterday uh, there wasn't anyone in the room that wasn't absolutely pumped and stoked to, to be playing alongside Wags. So that was awesome. And then yeah, Jai. Um, he, I feel like he's. Been com- competing really well the last couple of weeks. Um, it's been a tough forward line to be a part of at times um, in terms of the way we're moving the ball at times. And then um, the, the young forward line itself is really just kind of j- trying to gel and work together and figure out where each other lead. And um, there's a lot of growth in that area for them. And Jai yesterday really stood up and, and led led the charge. He was playing on um, Sam Collins for a lot of the day. He was a big, experienced key defender and um, his ability to lead up at the leg. But then do some really good body work at times and um, was awesome and he's a dead eye. So you want the ball in his hands inside 50, that's for sure. All right, Caleb, thanks for your time, mate. We appreciate it. The morning after a big win. Uh, rest up, couple of days off and take on the Bulldogs uh, Friday night Massive. at Optus. Massive game. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Thanks, bud. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Caleb. Caleb Strong from the Fremantle Footy Club. Uh, very nice young man. Mm. Future leader at the club and has been outstanding this season. Superstar. Uh, next up, though, one triple three five three. if you want to play Beat the Huddle. Uh, you can take on Sam Ooh. or Ryan. We'll explain to you how this works. No, in the no, one's, no one's beaten me yet, Sam. Don't, if, I'm, if I'm ringing in, don't choose me because you won't win. It's basically oh. a best of five quiz. You can take on Sam or Ryan. Up for grabs today, 100 bucks at Market City Meats. Uh, they've got briskets out there in Canning Vale, the biggest range in, in Perth. So if you want to play and win yourself 100 bucks to spend at Market City Beats, one triple three five three. take on Rhino, take on Sam Butler, get the easy kill. And, and win yourself a hundred bucks at Market City Meats. One triple three five three. If you want to play Beat the Huddle, it is the weekend huddle. Ninety two point nine Triple M. Here's Fat Boy Slim, and still to come, Britt Taylor talks all things Quokka, the four million dollar race. Massive. And Massive. Sam finds out if they're actually racing <laughs> Quokkas. Or, Needless to say, I was not. disappointed. Let's <laughs> oh, go time. Brilliant stuff. Beat the huddle. Big moment. All right, let's get stuck into this, though. Uh, beat the huddle. Your chance to take on Ryan or Sam. Now, they keep picking Danny because she's been an easy target the last yeah. few weeks. Yeah. And I've made a brief statement saying I will not lose this year. Ever? No. You're backing yourself in. 100% I'm backing myself record. in. I'll, no, I will not lose a quiz. And Caleb did just give AFL players a bad name in terms of intelligence. So <laughs> I'm ready to defend our honour. All bar Bailey Banfield. So this yeah. is a best of fires quiz. Your names are the buzzers. And Tom from Caversham. Is on the line. Good morning, Tom. Yeah, boys. Tommy. How is uh, Cavishan this morning? Yeah, beautiful. Just uh, heading out to do a harvest on my beehives. Ooh, oh, hello. Oh, beautiful. Yes. Oh, I could Boy. talk about that for a little bit. Do you get bit, some, yeah. some honey out there? No. Yeah, what else do you get so from bees? It's, uh, <laughs> it's a bit, uh, bit cloudy, though, so we'll see how we go. Yeah, that's a good point, Sam. Yeah, right. I want to talk more about the bees, but we've no. got to do the quiz. All right, Tom, the big question is, are you going to take on the Mark McGowan hating Ryan or the Premiership star Sam Butler? 
Oh, I think I'll take on Sammy Butler. Hey, yeah, good. Oh, smart Bad decision, choice. mate. Smart decision, I'm gonna, Tommy. I'm going to have a good barbecue tonight with that might meat voucher. Chance, might <laughs> so be a up chance. for grabs, 100 bucks at Market City Meats will come your way, Tom, if you can uh, knock off Sam Butler. Uh, best of five quiz, first to three. Ryan will ask the questions. Yeah. And first one to buzz in gets to uh, have first crack at it, Rhino. And your name's your buzzer. Correct. Right? So Tom, Tom, Sam. All right, let's do go. it. Question number one. How many points did Frio defeat the Gold Coast by last night? Tom. Tommy. He's quick. Uh, ten points. Bang. Straight in. Well done, Tommy. I'll give you the first one. Jeez. One to Tom, zero to Sam. Got him just where I want him. The Western Trilogy takes place in racing this weekend. The three new races are called the Sand Groper, the Quokka, and what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's between here and the eastern states. Tom. Sam. Oh, Tom. Malibor. Oh, oh, he's on fire, Tommy. Uh, two to Tom. That's uh, not what I was going to say, by the way. Zero, so thank God. Zero to Sam. Uh, if Tom gets this right, the uh, Market City meets. Yeah, yeah I understand math. And, and if, yeah, if you don't score you. a point, then you have to go vegetarian for a year. <laughs> um, where oh is being? Where is the F1 being held next weekend? Sam. Oh, he's going to have a crack. Azerbaijan. Oh! <laughs> oh, he's right. No, he yeah! shoots. He scores. The half-court heave. Oh. Hey, that was a pure guess. Jeez. Azerbaijan. Pure. Just, yeah. I'm surprised you can pronounce it. Uh, the, the score is Tommy 2. Suck it, Tom. Sam 1. <laughs> Here we come. Here we go. The Dockers last night. Come back. Oh, Essendon take on the Melbourne Demons this afternoon. Who is the captain for Essendon? Tom. Oh. Tom for the uh, win. Dyson Herbal. That is incorrect. Oh, he was the former year. captain. He was last year. So it just goes oh, to me you, then, obviously. You can have I'll a crack. Get the, get no, you've, got, you've got to get it right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, to even it up. Sam? Sam. Just say your name. Left footer. Left footer. Midfield. Oh, come on. Don't what? give him a hint. Oh. Jesus. Matthew Lloyd. Lloydy. No, it's not Lloydy. <laughs> that is incorrect and the worst answer I've ever heard on this show. Poor Zach Merritt. Yeah. Zach Merritt. Zach oh, Merritt. Oh, I knew that, Come actually. on. So, All right, here's a good one. Two, I can draw it. Two, one. You can draw it and then there'll be a tiebreaker. Great. Yeah. And we do actually have a tiebreak question that okay. is lucky. Link, links to a former teammate of yours here, Sammy. Oh. Let's go. Ready? Beck Judd mm-hmm. was denied alcohol at a bottle in New Zealand this week. Why? Sam? He's going to have a crack. She was already blind. <laughs> no. Jeez. Oh, oh, oh. This will get back to back here. Oh, no. Tommy, for the Send win. the audio straight after this. Uh, she didn't have ID. And oh, that is... Correct. So obvious. Well done. Go. Too easy, Tommy, well done, for the Tom. win. Oh, Tommy's going to be smoking some meat tonight. 3-1. Uh, thanks to Market City Meats, Tommy. Well done. You get the 100 buck voucher. Thanks, guys. Great job, well Tommy. Done, Tom. Enjoy Nailed your time, mate. Go tend to those bees and uh, get yeah. the honey out there. Oh, yeah. Bit of honey on the meat tonight. Oh, yeah. Bit, bit of marinade. Ooh, bit of marinade. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, combo. Like hey, uh, next up, though, we're going to talk all things racing with Britt Taylor. The quok is on today. It's worth $4 million. Ooh. Get your pens and papers ready because if you're wondering who to have your $5 mm. each way on, the queen of racing, Britt Taylor, will fill us in. 92.9 Triple M's Weekend Huddle. Good morning. 
Been looking forward to this. The $4 million quokka. Tommy loves this. Oh, I'm up and about. Oh, God, oh. Look, have a look at him. Oh, top hat on. little twinkle in his eye. Yeah. It's not because he's having a baby in a few weeks. It's the quokka. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the richest race ever to, cater, ever to come to WA for thoroughbreds. And who better to talk to than the queen of racing herself, Britt Taylor. Morning, Britt. Good morning, boys. I don't know how excited Tommy is, but I've been like a little kid on Christmas Eve all night waiting for today. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it, Britt? It is so exciting. It's, as Tommy said, the richest race in WA. $4 million up for grabs today with 14 horses going around. So it's a huge, huge day for Perth Racing. Now, I'm not going to muck around. I, I want to know who's going to win. Who's going to win the race? Who am I putting my money on? Just tell me straight away, Britt. Give me the hot tip. I think Amelia's Jewel. She's the star local filly. This is the last time we'll actually see her in Perth. So when she won the Group 1 Northerly back at the end of last year, all plans were to head over east and, and take on the best over that side of the country. And we were lucky enough when they put this big race on, he, her owner decided, right, we'll stay here to have one more uh, crack at oh, a brilliant. big prize money here in Perth. So we get one last look at her before... She heads over east, and she could be anything. She could be the best silly in Australia. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say, what, like, what are we talking about here? Are we talking like we're gonna get to the the black caviar, the winks levels? Is this horse gonna be a rock star of that level? Should everyone be rushing to Ascot today to see this horse one last time? I think so. I don't, whether we want to put her in the same category as a, a winks and a black caviar, but I definitely think she's one that she could go on to win. An Everest or a Cox Plate, that's how versatile she is. Um, I think wherever she goes in the future, we're going to go, wow, she was one that started here in Perth. So if you can get out there to the track today, it'd be well worth seeing her in the flesh to say, you saw Amelia's jewel, hopefully win the quokka. Now, Britt, a few days ago, Ryan didn't know what horse racing was. He's he's hosted one function with you during the week, and now he's talking about black caviar and winks. Look at him. You must have uh, imparted some of your knowledge onto him. Uh, you can't. If you sit next knows. to Britt at a lunch, you absorb the knowledge. That's all I'll say. She's just so full of the information. I couldn't help but learn. And he's wearing his suit today as well. Just, he's just Googled. He's just gone, thanks for And all that's come up is winks and black caviar. Yeah, exactly. That's right. That's right. Britt, for those that don't know, and Sam was talking about it earlier, what exactly is the quokka and how do we get to this race today? So basically what it is, it's the slot race. So if you've heard of the Everest over in Sydney, it's similar concept to that in that basically slot, there are 14 slot holders. They pay $200,000 for a chance to have a slot in the race. And then they go out and try and find the horse to run in their slot. So different from a normal race in that you have slot holders and the ownership group of the horse combining. So it's going to be a massive mounting yard. I mean, that mounting yard gets packed on any big day, but all of a sudden you're dealing with some of the biggest corporate names, bringing heaps of people in, plus the owners. So it's going to be jam-packed, I think, before the race. And there's also the Caracatta Plate on today, which is where Amelia's Jewel won last year. So the best babies are going around as well. So a couple of races to get out there and see. And they'll both be on Channel 7 this afternoon as well. Exactly. So to, if you're not able to get out onto the track, you can turn the TV on and be able to watch the Caracatta and the Quokka there. Two races that I think Simon Miller holds a really, really good hand in. He has a superstar filly and Liv to tell, who he's putting in the same category as Amelia's Jewel. Most trainers don't want to do that. When you ask them about a young two-year-old and say, you know, how good could she be? He was really quick to say, well, she's doing exactly what Amelia's Jewel did this time last year. So, you know, why couldn't she be as good? So she could also be one to, worth getting out and having a look at. So what I'm hearing is responsibly take your whole 
future university fund for your child, Sam, <laughs> and have it on Live to Tell into Amelia's Jewel, the, du- the, the double brick. Chuck it on the quokka. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. You can catch more of Brit today on Sky Racing. Of course, the Quokka is on this afternoon, just before four o'clock uh, on Channel 7, Sky Racing, and you can catch Brit across all those kind of platforms. Thanks, Brit. Have a great day. Thanks. Pedal to the metal. And it's lights out and away we go. This is Rusty's Motorsport Update. Bendix brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Time to talk motorsport. And for that, we turn to this man, our great mate, Greg Rust from Rusty's Garage Podcast, which you can get for free on the listener app, Sam. L-I-S-T-N-R. Hello, Rusty. Morning, guys. How are we? Yeah, fantastic, Rusty. Now, mate, I'm excited because there's an F1 movie with Brad Pitt and some involvement from Lewis Hamilton. It's going to start production in July. I'm already buying tickets for something that hasn't even started filming yet. Well, you guys would make great extras in the movie, I reckon. Um, and now, the reason that you, the reason that you'll enjoy this, the basic premise, from what I can gather, is that Brad Pitt will play a kind of former legend, former hero that comes back out of retirement to pull oh. the helmet on oh. and mentor Ooh. a young racer. Now, now, Lewis has had actually bit parts in other movies. He isn't necessarily going to have a, a starring role. They're not talking about it necessarily being an on-camera thing at this stage. But the drivers in the, the, the current sort of Formula One grid are absolutely determined to ensure kind of the authenticity around the racing part of this movie. You, you know what it's like sometimes with uh, racing and, and car movies. They don't always get the speed shots and the, and the racing aspect of it right. So they want to... They want to make sure it showcases F1 properly. And they've also engaged Joseph Kaczynski, who's been the director more recently of Top Gun Maverick. And we know how good those planes and those fighter pilot scenes look. So if they can do a bit of that for Formula One, I reckon it'll look awesome. Bloody oath it would. I'm excited about it too. Uh, mate, let's take it to the supercars. Uh, got a couple of weeks off to the next round in Perth, but the title race is spicing up. And there's a few uh, new teams, would you put it that way, in the title race this year? Uh, probably those that are there more consistently, you, you, you could argue. Um, I can't wait for it to come to your neck of the woods, incidentally, when they are at uh, at the, the Wanneroo or the, the Barbagallo track, as they used to call it. It's always great there. So um, at, at the Grand Prix, we saw Brody Gostecki move to the top of the Drivers' Championship. He races for the, the Erebus squad. His teammate, Will Brown, is in the top five. So... Those guys seem to have adapted to these new Gen 3 cars very well. So if they can keep doing that consistently, and then you've got your regulars like Walkinshaw and Tickford and, and you know, even Shane Van Gisbergen is talking now about his own teammate within the Red Bull squad, Brock Feeney, being a bit more of a threat on a regular basis. So I reckon potentially with these new cars, it's got the making of a bit of spice, a bit of variety this year. And Rusty, finally a sombre note, the sport is mourning the loss of a driver after a crash in testing in the past 48 hours. Uh, He was universally loved. He really was. The outpouring from all divisions of the sport has been been massive. So Craig Breen uh, is a former Irish and British rally champion who competed at at world championship level. He, He stepped up as a junior in about 2011. Uh, He was testing for the Croatian round next week. It's not clear yet what went wrong in the crash. His co-driver walked away, which is um, one, I guess, um, small positive or or positive out of it. Um, Very sadly, we've lost an infectious character who was very passionate about the sport um, and, and, you know, keen to to give back to the constituents in the game. So 
yeah, the outpouring has, has been uh, been big, and we're thinking very much of friends and family and the, the rally community today. Thanks, Rusty. We'll uh, catch you next week. Sam Butler's got the call up. He's filling in. What an upgrade. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> fellas. Uh, tomorrow, the West Coast Eagles take on Geelong. Massive game. Uh, well, not really that Is massive because we think Geelong will just what, yeah. pump them. Look, uh, there's two ways these games go. It's either, yes, they're going to pump them and the margin's going to be ridiculous, or sometimes you get surprised. I remember there was a game here last year with West Coast and Geelong, and Geelong were flying. I think we mm. all thought this is going to be a 200-point disaster, and it wasn't as bad. It, it, it Sometimes you can clog things. Oh, Sammy. Well, <laughs> I'm trying, Sammy. If the, I'm most, trying. If the most we're hoping for is Geelong to take their foot off the accelerator a little yeah. bit. We're in trouble, right? There's, so. a, well, there's a good chance Chris Scott's eating a ham sandwich at some point in the box, <laughs> a la Mark Bomber-Thompson back in whatever year that yeah. was. I did get concerned during the week when I heard Simo say that Elliot Yo might play on Jeremy Cameron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does give me some concerns. They, yeah. And they don't really have a matchup for him. He kicked, what, six or seven last week because um, they're just There's so no injured down the back. For that yeah. guy. There's yeah. no well, matchup in the comp. And Tommy Barris will, will go to Tommy Hawkins. Yep. That kind of fits. But then they're yeah. left with Josh Rotham, yeah. Elliot Yo, Liam Duggan. Liam Duggan. Yeah, that's it. That's really it's it. It's pretty tricky. The but, only other silver lining we have is, uh, and I'll indulge myself a little bit here, I, well, maybe not indulge, but... Never won a game against Geelong in Geelong in my career, ever. How many times right? did you play there? I don't know. Felt like a million. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's say 14. <laughs> yeah, let's say 14. Uh, won a year uh, and never lost a game at Adelaide Oval. Really? Oh. In 10 odd attempts. Well, the, I think I only lost one in South Australia at Footy Park well, back the, in the young days. The record for West Coast is pretty good in Adelaide we, like, over the years. Amazing. They've had yeah. some of their best games over at Adelaide. Yeah. I reckon two or three of their greatest... 20 victories are in Adelaide. Oh, I agree. So that's a good... You know, there's something. Yeah, there's, there's something. Let's so, hold on to that, guys. So 06, that famous game, 10 goals down. You know, Embers makes it sound like it was 300 points down yeah. at this point. And he was the catalyst for it. Yeah, he yeah. kicked 12. Yeah. Uh, you weren't in that game. Oh, I wasn't in that game. Hence, they won, obviously. <laughs> so how did you miss that one? Because you played, obviously, in the flag. So that was 06, yeah. yeah. So I missed... I came out the week before. Played, got injured, a couple of weeks off. Matt Prittis came in for me. Yep. Back, this is back in the days when I used to think I was a midfielder. Uh, <laughs> first game ever. So that was Prittis' first game. Wow. What a game to play in. Just let him we'll drop for a Brownlow medalist. Yeah. Not too bad, is it? Future. Yeah. Future, yeah. At that time, he'd just come yeah, off the get, rookie list. So. Get, get rid of the word future. <laughs> so yeah. just go with Brownlow medalist. For those who missed the teams, Alex Witherden is in, back in from that head knock. Uh, Jack Petrocelli, Xavier O'Neill. Out Connor West, Elijah Hewitt, Tommy Cole, who's got that ankle, which sounds pretty bad, by now, the way. Tell how bad is it? Because the there's a story yesterday I read saying it could be career threatening. I don't know about career threatening, but he did miss all of last year with the same ankle, right? So it's stress related, which is never good. Um, yeah. So it's it's the same issue flaring up again. They're seeing specialists. They want to have multiple meetings about this, but I would say that there's a chance he plays again this year. There's not a guarantee. Uh, it's it, it could be really bad. So uh, look, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say career threatening. Could it slow his career and shorten his career? Yeah. Maybe. Yes. I mean, yeah. Do you know Tommy at all, Sam? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> mate, I wasn't that mate. I'm not that old. <laughs> Did you? Oh, was I had, there a a years, I had a few years with Tommy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he's a great up? kid. A great kid. Uh, <laughs> so all these I'm, young fellas on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think of retired in 1991. <laughs> um, so I I agree with you. I don't think it's career threatening, but. Could it be career derailing? Missing two straight years yeah. and in your mid-20s, lots of kids coming through. It's yep. never something you want to do, right? And the no. poor kid is, is going to be, if he does miss the rest of the year, it's going to be a long way back. Yep. They're going to be monitored. You can never go 100% until you, you get a good run at it. So 
I feel for the kid. Yeah, it's rough. Well, West Coast and Geelong tomorrow. Hopefully they can, uh, well, just try and weather the storm a little bit, the West Coast Eagles, and get things back on track. Uh, Sam, thanks for joining us. My absolute pleasure. Thanks uh, for having me. We are going straight to the rub. Footy all day, gather around, yeah, taking steam. Keep it locked on Triple M. Uh, we'll catch you next week. That's it for this week's edition of 92.9 Triple M's Weekend Huddle. These legends will be back next week for all things sport and a cider carry-on. But until then, remember to get the podcast from the listener app.